Hey, 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 legends, Fraser Brooks here, back with another episode, episode 262 of the Network Marketing Ninja uh, podcast, and I am coming to you from Paris. Uh, super excited about today's episode because I think it's going to help a lot of people really kind of understand what they really need to be focusing on and, and, and why that focus is going to help them grow. So uh, I cannot walk around. Usually I hold my phone, I do this podcast. We have not got a, an expensive setup for the podcast. It's literally I wake up. I grab my phone and we do we we do this. Um, however, the floor the, the apartment that we're staying in is so old and so Parisian, right? It's got high ceilings. There's this a crazy artwork all over the ceilings. I'm looking at it now, and the floorboarding is so like wooden and old. I don't know if you can hear this, but like it's very. You can hear every single step, every single floor, every single piece of wood creaks and moves, and it's just not great for an audio experience, but walking on it feels so cool because it just feels so old. Um, the, the huge bay windows, they look out onto the streets, and on the, on the streets, the streets are flooded with people. Um, the cafes are all around. There's like six or seven cafes in about eight shops, um, which is like within eight shops. So like the majority of them are cafes. People are eating outside. People are hustling. People are bustling. People are connecting. People are, are laughing. They're joking. They're crying. It's so good to have, be, in an, be in an environment where emotions are just different. You know, in Dubai, it's it's completely different. In Dubai, everyone's kind of, you know, do it, doing what they're doing. And yes, they're hustling and bustling, but stress doesn't seem to be that high. Or maybe different, right? Maybe different. So it's just so cool to be in this environment. Anyway, today, I want to talk about the three things or maybe three stages that you're going to need to go through when it comes to money, right? So here's the first one. Let's just kind of dive into this. And if you do get value, I would massively, massively, massively appreciate it. If you're feeling like you're getting so much value, just take a moment to pause the podcast, go over onto the Apple Podcast, um, the Apple Podcast Store, and just leave me a five star rating and review. It would mean the absolute world to me. Um, so yeah, I really, really appreciate that. Okay, so let's move on. Point number one: money loves speed, right? Money loves speed, but also you've probably heard that success loves speed as well. Whenever I hear that, I'm always like, yeah, but let's kind of take it another level, a bit, little bit more deeper. So the analogy really with this has been around for a long time is that a plane needs speed in order to take off. But the reality is it most likely creates the speed through what's known as momentum. Momentum creates speed. So if I was to say to you, right, you're a network marketer, go be speedy right? Go be speedy. You'd be like, what does that look like? Well, generating speed comes from momentum. So we have to understand momentum. Now, if for those of you who were in network marketing before COVID, during COVID, and are here after COVID, you maybe understand this. And for those of you who joined in COVID, and now you're not in COVID, you may be feeling this. And for those of you who joined after COVID, this will most likely make absolutely no, no sense to you. But during COVID, the industry was in momentum, right? People were desperate. They needed to make money. It didn't really know. It didn't really matter what company it was. They just kind of joined. After like industry momentum comes company momentum. So when a bunch of companies are in momentum, that creates industry momentum, right? So company A is in momentum. Company B is in momentum. Company C is in momentum. Great. The industry is in momentum. Within the companies are teams, right? So you've got Mark's team, Derek's team, Sarah's team, Jane's team, Claire's team. Within the teams, there are different groups. 
So Sarah recruits Mary, John, and uh, Bob. And those three guys have their own teams, but are groups within the overall team. And then within the, within the groups, there are people, including you. Okay? Now, that is personal momentum. So if you, we look at it the other way, so in, in COVID, it went from the top down. It went from industry momentum helped companies, which helped teams, which helped groups, which helped you. It made it much easier. So whenever people say, oh, it was easier in, 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 in COVID, it was because the industry was in momentum. And when things are in momentum, everyone talks about it, right? Think about TV shows that you've watched, right? They're trending, right? The social media idea of momentum is trending. So whenever a topic is trending, that means it's in momentum. And when you see that a topic is trending, it makes it easier for you to talk about it. So let's say there's a TV show, that, a really cool TV show that I've tuned into. I've not watched all the seasons, um, is uh, Drive to Survive, right? It's a Netflix TV show about Formula One. doesn't matter if you like Formula One or you watch Formula One or not. It's just really, really cool. I watched, I've watched Formula One for a number of years. Not, not every race, but like maybe one or two races every single year. I'll kind of tune into. Um, and Svetlana never, never has. But she watched Drive to, Drive to Survive and she was like, oh, now I know all the drivers and all the cars. And like we tune into it from time to time, mainly because of that TV show. Anyway, that, a couple of years ago when it first launched, was in massive momentum and everyone was talking, I say everyone, a lot of people were talking about it, it became an easy thing to talk about and that is because that show was in momentum and made, made it easy for you to talk about. So let's look at it the other way. In order for you to create speed, right, money loves speed, success loves speed, you've got to get into personal momentum. Right, So you get into personal momentum. Why? How? You get into personal momentum by doing a lot of work in a short amount of time. So you do one year's amount of work in 90 days, right? Or you do a month's amount of work in a week. Or you do a week amount of work in three days. Or you do three days amount of work in one day. You basically do what three or four people would do in, in the same time, right? Just you. That's what's going to create personal momentum. When you get the accumulation of little wins will allow you to get into personal momentum. Personal momentum feels like when you feel like you just feel like you're on fire. Go and like, go and think about or just think about for a moment wildfires that sweep through Australia. They've swept through Spain before. They've swept through like parts of the US, especially in California, right? They, like, they make the news, it's breaking news, wildfire continues to blaze through Southern California or wherever, wherever they historically kind of blaze through. That, they're in serious momentum. One's on fire, the other one's on fire, the next one's on fire, the next one's on fire, and it just, boom, it just absolutely flies through the state or through the country, tearing everything down. So personal momentum is a lot of work in a short amount of time, and it's the accumulation of little wins. This is going to allow you to get into momentum and feel like you are becoming fast, speedy. So you've got to think about the things that you can do where it's going to give you small wins based in your control so that you allow it in a week's time, in a month's time, in 90 days' time, in a year's time, you know and you feel that you're in momentum. Right? It could be a live every day, it could be a post every day, it could be connect, connecting with someone new every day, it could be asking the question every single day. You, you know, you, you decide that, right? You decide that. There's so many different ways of just giving you a few there. Okay, so when you're in momentum, you're in speed, so the group that you're with 
is also going to feel that energy and most likely will get into momentum too. When the groups get momentum, the team gets momentum. When there's a when there's a team of momentum, the company see that, they recognize that, they shout out all the leaders, they shout out how you did it, they put you on the stage, they recognize you, and then when a few teams in the company catch fire because of that personal momentum that you started, then the company is in momentum. When a few companies are in momentum because they see and realize, whoa, 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 company A is crushing it right now. There is no reason why we can't model what they're doing. Bang, company B's in momentum. Bam, company C's in momentum. Bang, DEF's in momentum. Now the industry's in momentum, right? Because when you see other people in momentum, the belief is there because you start thinking, well, network marketing's on fire. I've got to push my business like crazy. But now, if you don't feel that there's momentum in the industry, you are already thinking things like, yeah, well, it's because of the recession. It's going to be hard for a while. Yeah, people haven't got the money right now because you know they've spent it all over COVID and they're used to having more money than before. But now the government are probably going to raise taxes to be able to claw some of that money back. And like, you know, like kind of, I understand people aren't going to have the time. You, you can't think like that. You've got to do whatever it takes to get into personal momentum to change the entire environment for the entire profession. It sounds kind of crazy, but it takes a few individuals. That's all it is. It, all it takes is you to throw away a cigarette in a forest or light a match and put it into a bunch of cones or put it into a bunch of twigs. That is how huge, huge wildfires are created. The same look at COVID. My God, look at COVID. Think about it. Think about it. One person kind of maybe got infected with a, like a crazy strand or a crazy disease, passed it on to someone else who passed it on to 10 people, 100 people, 1,000 people. That was one person. It wasn't, it wasn't just like 1,000 people all had it and spread it at the same time. No, it all starts with one. It's incredible what can happen. All right, so money loves speed, success loves speed, but speed is created through momentum. Okay, so that's important. The second thing is wealth and wealth takes time. Stability takes time. So I don't want you to think, right, okay, here's the thing. Money is going to solve your initial issues and challenges, right? I need money to get diapers. I need money to get nappies. I need money to buy a train ticket. I need money to go to that event. I need money to buy this book. I need money to join the inner circle. I need money to take part in the AI crash course. I need, I need, I need money. I need money. I need money. I need money. But you might need money, but you want wealth. That's got to be the end game. Generational wealth has got to be the end goal, but that's going to take time, right? They always say buying property is not get rich quick, it's get rich slow, and you've got to get excited about getting rich slow, just like you have to get excited about building your business long term. Now, it's very difficult for me to show you, to explain this to you visually when we're on a podcast, and right now we're not really doing a video version of the podcast. We we have got plans to extend the video version of the podcast uh, coming up, maybe the back end of this year, we will see. But as of right now, here's what I kind of want you to imagine. I want you to imagine there's a line, and the line is very steep going up. Right now, this is imagine someone has massive success fast. They get into momentum super fast, and they have huge, huge success. I want you to imagine that you could flip that line, like so, so, so it's on the other side. So it's a big spike up, and then it's a big spike down. Okay, so that's usually what happens. You have a spike up. The quick stories, the quick success stories, also usually have quick declines. And if it's a quick decline, you have a very small window of time energy and space to be able to turn the ship around. So you go up like crazy, you fall down like crazy, but when you're falling down, you're falling down so much that you feel so bad that you're like, I'm not going to be able to slow this down. 
I'm going to jump ship and change company or change what I'm doing completely. Now, imagine a second line. Imagine a second line is kind of slow and steady. You're you're growing, you're doing the activities, you're in momentum, but it's not like growing as crazy as you would think because everyone says, oh, well, it's successful speed and that comes off momentum and you're in momentum, so you're growing fast. But reality is you're most likely growing steady to steady. You're going from 100 customers to 110 to 150 to 200 to 300 to 400, not 100, 500, 5,800. Like you're not having these crazy growths. But I want you to imagine this line is a little bit slower and steadier, but by the time it gets to the same point of the guy who had the spike, it's taken a long time to get there. Now, imagine if you were to flip that line. So it takes a long time to get there, but it also takes a long time to fall, which then allows you more time to then invest in yourself to turn the ship around, okay? It's funny because I was t- I was saying this to the Inner Circle group yesterday because I did the training a little bit more deeper than what I'm doing here in the podcast, a lot deeper. But I was saying with those guys, I was saying that one thing I've one one thing I've identified with the team is that our American friends, and this is just a general generalization, but our American friends tend to invest their way out of a challenge. So if you're faced with a challenge, you're stuck, you know you need to grow, then you will most likely put your hand in your pocket, get your wallet or your purse out. Take your credit card out and you will just basically invest in it. Whether it's $100, $1,000, $5,000, $10,000, whatever it might be. You just seem to kind of make it work because living on credit cards and and, and debt is totally normal. um, But you also know the power of investing and power of personal growth. Whereas outside of the US, in particular Europe, UK, although UK is in Europe, it's kind of a weird subject right now. Although we got, you know, outside of the US, you've got um, the UK and Europe, Australia, different parts of the world, right? Not, not handpicking Australia, Australia's huge, but right, different parts of the world. We tend to save our way through a dip, right? Mainly because we grow up on save your money for a rainy day. Money doesn't buy happiness. Money doesn't grow grow on trees. So we allow ourselves to think, well, hang on, what happens if I plant a seed and that tree provides shelter and food? It costs money to provide shelter and food. Therefore, money technically can grow on trees, right? But then it's like, yeah, no, 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 it doesn't. You've grown up that way. And then save it for a rainy day. So when the rainy day comes, you think all the savings that you've made, you should stash, keep, ration, so that you can ride the storm. Instead, our American friends seem to go, I'm in a storm, I'm in a dip. Instead of riding it, sod that, I'm going to go to work hard to invest in myself, grow myself, and get myself out of this situation. And I love that philosophy. I really love that philosophy. And I think we should all adapt it. But I think when you're talking to people, you also need to realize that that, hey, they're probably saving for a rainy day. The rainy day is here now, but they need to invest themselves out of it. They've got, they've got that rainy day pot that's going to be able to get themselves out of it. All right, so number one, success loves speed. Money loves speed, but that speed is created through momentum. Number two is wealth takes time. Stability takes time, and that is what you've got to get excited about. The only difference between here and there is the letter T, and T stands for time. I know a lot of you guys don't have it on your side. However, You've got to get to work now and build that steady foundation so you can pass it on to future generations. The third one is poverty loves indecision. Poverty loves indecision. Now, poverty, I think, would be quite a 
exaggerated term, right? Poverty is, technically poverty is meaning literally homeless people, there are homeless people who are better off than people who, you know, are in poverty. Because I always think about different parts of the world, maybe Africa, different parts of South America, Central Asia, there's a lot of poverty there. You know, if they could make $300 a month, their life would, like in total, household income, their life, their life can completely change. So I don't want anyone to think like, you know, what I'm going to say here is like, whoa, 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 poverty is a bit, a, bit, a bit exaggerated, right? So just bear that in mind. Okay, so poverty loves indecision. After me saying about that, all that poverty rant, I'm talking about positive, poverty uh, loves indecision. So whenever you decide not to do something or you decide I don't know whether to do it or not, you are wasting time. So you come to a challenge and there's two ways. There's either I invest in myself out of the challenge or I go onto YouTube and find, try and figure it out for free. Now, do you have the thinking idea of the investing? So you've got the idea of just, I'm just going to go invest. I'm just going to go invest. That's easy. Go, go, go. Right? That's the action taker. There's no indecision there. The decider then goes, oh, but you know what? I need to invest in that. But first, I want to go see what else is on the market. So you spend a week deciding what's on the market. And you find one thing, two things, three things. You've got 18 tabs open on your computer. you got, right, I've got my shortlist down to 18. So I'm just going to go through one a day. Now you're three weeks later and you just about decided, right, I'm going to do this. And then the price of the thing that you were going to invest in has gone up. It's like you buying a house, loving the house, and this agent goes to you, hey, there's literally 32 people looking at this house. If you make an offer for the asking price, I can get the I can get the seller to just sell it to you right now. And you go, you know what? There are 18 other houses that we need to kind of go and see. So we're going to see them first. And by the time you've realized after going around 15 of them that, yeah, nothing compares to the first one. The agent then turns to you and says, oh, you know what? That one's already gone. You lost, you missed your chance. You missed the window and you were like, crap, and you regret it. And now everything you see, you resent because it's not the first house. It's not Villa X. It's not house number X. I'm saying this because I've recently gone through this situation. All right. So that's what happens. Okay. And you don't decide. The other side is you kind of playing the, 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 the YouTube game. Right, I'm faced with a challenge. I need to learn how to use social media. I need to use. I need to learn how to use AI. So you go onto YouTube, and some people tell you the steps. Some people give you a bird's eye view. Some people clickbait, meaning they tell you they're gonna you're gonna learn all these things, and they never actually tell you what you wanted to actually go and learn. There's lots of different things, but the amount of time it takes to find the right video and go through the right video and implement what you're learning is so long that again, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks have gone by. So let me tell you this. I didn't decide to join network marketing. I decided I decided against network marketing, but the reality was it was, do I do it? Don't I do it? Do I do it? Don't I? I was in indecision. It wasn't like a, I'm a definite no, although I, was, I came across as a definite no. And when I tell my story, I'm a definite no. Whenever I actually think back, I wasn't a definite no because I knew deep down that I should do network marketing. I knew it wasn't a scam. I knew it wasn't a pyramid thing. I knew it was a legitimate business where I could make a lot of money and help a lot of people. But... Inside of me, internally, I was like, nah, nah, fear of rejection, fear of public speaking, fear of uh, fear of failure. So I was like, uh, do I, don't I, do I, don't I, for four years. Now, for those of you who understand the compound effect, right, where, where time and energy and effort kind of compounds and you just grow at an accelerated rate, I'm technically four years behind, which means if I was to take my income over the last four years, that is how much I've lost out on. It's millions and millions of dollars that I've lost out on. 
because of the indecision. So when it, so when I say point number three is poverty loves indecision, indecision, it's true. It's flipping true. Now, again, I'm not saying like poverty is, again, an exaggerated term for this, but I've lost out on a lot. And here's what I want you to do as well. I believe that you deciding to do silly tasks also is keeping you poor. So what I mean by this is I want you to identify what your what your hourly rate is. So all you do to do this is you, you take your monthly take-home income, right? So the amount of money that you take home every month, it could be from it could be from a rental property, it could be from stocks, it could be from your job, it could be from your job and your net marketing business, it could be from one, two, three, all of the income streams combined, right? So it's going to give you, for numbers sake, $5,000 a month. I'm just giving using this for, for, for numbers sake, $5,000 a month. Then I want you to take the time out of time that you actually spend working, right? Now, this could be work around the house, work at a job, working to get home, working to get there. It's probably a lot more than you actually think. It's probably somewhere around the idea of 80 hours a week, okay? So then you've got 80 hours a week. That you're actually spent working. So then you're so you're going to multiply the week by four. So you got let's say you got three hundred hours. Now you're going to basically go five thousand dollars divided by the three hundred hours that you spend working. That is what you're worth on an hourly rate. So if someone wants you wants you to do something for them for an hour, that's the amount of money that you're currently worth. Now the exciting thing is, is because you're in network marketing, that number should should grow year on year on year. Month to month, it might go up and down, but year on year on year, you're looking for that number to go up and up and up in two ways. Number one, the income goes from five thousand to six thousand, but you're doing three hundred and twenty hours instead of three hundred. Well, it's gone up. Amazing. Idea number two, you get smart because of the people you meet and the, le- the trainings that you learn that the amount of money that you actually, sorry, you, the 6,000 that you're making in 320 hours is now 6,000 in 250 hours because you're cutting down your time, right? Your income from your network marketing business is growing, but then you decide to cut your hours from 40 hours a week down to 20 hours a week. And you're spending 10 hours to travel in the 40 hours, but now you're only spending five. So you've cut your entire title total time down by 50%, which means that your hourly rate is now almost doubled, if not doubled. Okay? So when people come to you and say, hey, Fraser, can you do this for me? And you're like, yeah, sure, I'll do it for you. Hey, Fraser, have you got five minutes spare? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Fraser, can you chat for five minutes, 10 minutes? Yeah, go on. Now you start realizing the power of no. No. Uh, unfortunately, I can't do that. Why? Because your hourly rate is $50. 10 minutes is what? Eight, eight, yeah, eight, eight dollars, eight pounds, depending on your rate. It's eight dollars. Now, you might be thinking, yeah, but it's only eight dollars. There'll be a time in your life where you wish you had eight dollars in your pocket, right? It might be right now. It might be in the future. Who knows? You might be thinking, damn, if only I could give eight dollars to my kid in school. Eight dollars spare, eight dollars in your pocket, eight dollars extra, right? So, with this, you have to understand and appreciate the power of making decisions. Is it a yes or is it a no? Not a, ah, well, you know, because thinking leads to doubting. Doubting leads to not doing and not doing leads to more thinking. But it also is known as procrastination. Procrastination is one of the most expensive things we can ever have and do. Okay, guys? So 
I know that was a longer podcast than usual. I hope you got value from it. If you did, you would be doing me a gigantic favor by, by doing two very simple things. Number one, take a screenshot of what's on your device right now and post it onto your Instagram stories. All you got to do, screenshot, Instagram story, post it, add the tag at Fraser Brooks Online so that I can see that you've taken part and you've gotten this far into the podcast. And then, second of all, go over onto the Apple Podcast Store and go and leave us a sexy five-star rating and review. And I promise you, I appreciate every single one of you who takes the time to do that. We've got nearly 1,400 five-star rating and reviews, which is absolutely wild. For about 100 episodes, I never even asked people to do it. 150 episodes, I never even asked people to do it. And I've started to ask people to do it again. So big love to each and every single one of you. Hope you got value from today. And I will see you soon. All right, big love. Bye-bye.